Welcome to Scientific American's National Park Nature Walks. I'm your host and guide, Jacob Job. Today, we head into the Sierra foothills. For the better part of a decade, I've explored national parks and other protected areas across the country and world, developing a deep respect and appreciation for them. I'm also a conservationist and ecologist, and so I've spent a lot of time alone, recording the sounds of the species and places I encounter. I want to connect you to these places as well. In this podcast, I'll share those sounds with you, along with some interpretation of who's making them and what they mean so you're better equipped to take advantage of your next visit to one of our parks. National Park Nature Walks is an immersive listening experience that recreates what it's like to be there with me. To maximize your experience, slip on a pair of headphones and find a quiet, cozy space to unwind and relax in. In today's episode, it's April, and we've made our way back into the Blue Oak Woodlands in Sequoia National Park in California. These woodlands are found nowhere else in the world except for the foothills surrounding the Central Valley. The wet season has transformed these normally golden and dry hills into a blanket of green with pockets of short-lived wetlands. We'll start our hike well before dawn, listening to the creatures of the night, including a magnificent chorus of crickets and frogs punctuated by a couple of species of owls. Around dawn, we'll hike up into the chaparral shrubland above and await the very first bird songs of the day. We'll then take our time exploring the unique species of these ecosystems on our hike back down to the woodlands below. Let's go for a walk. Listen to all of the insects, especially the crickets. As a mostly diurnal species, us humans rarely venture outside after dark, but there's plenty of life and activity to discover when the sun goes down. I've brought you to the edge of a small, ephemeral wetland in this woodland. Formed by the brief wet season, this pond and the tiny streams draining into and out of it will completely dry up over the next few months. While it's here though, it will attract all kinds of wildlife and is a wonderful source of natural sounds. Let's spend some time sitting next to it and listening to what's out there in the darkness. I hear some Pacific tree frogs starting to call.
These frogs are mostly green with a black stripe through their eye. During the hottest and driest months here, they'll hibernate in the wettest and most protected places they can find. After the rainy season, like it is now, they make their way to ponds like these to breed. Once eggs are laid, it's a race against time for the tadpoles to hatch and mature into adults before the wetlands dry up. I hear an owl. Hear it? It's a western screech owl. They're not that far away. Let's sit really still and see what happens. Right. So many. that they're clacking their bills together I'm not positive but I think it's part of their mating ritual I've never heard it before
It's so quiet out here. I just love it. <laughs> Another owl. A barn owl. If we didn't know what those screams were, it might be pretty intimidating. Barn owls are mostly all white, so I suppose they can kind of look and sound like ghosts of the night. Well, I think we should probably start making our way uphill into the chaparral if we're going to get there before the first bird starts singing. There it is, the first song of the day, and maybe the last cricket of the night. The bird is a Buick's wren. It's small and brown, with the tail stuck straight up into the air. Here come some more birds. It's really special being able to hear the very beginning of the dawn chorus. Let's see who we can pick out. 
Hear that cat-like mew? There. It's from a spotted tohi. It's a type of sparrow, but it doesn't really resemble what you might think of as a sparrow. It's quite a bit larger, almost robin-sized. It has a red eye buried in an all-black head and neck, with rusty-colored sides and a white belly. It's really pretty. There seems to be quite a few of them up here. Those loud, digital-sounding notes are from a California thrasher. There it is again. It's up on top of that chemise bush. See it? Pretty nondescript, but check out that curved bill. There's another one counter singing with this guy. Let's listen to them talk to each other. Here's an easy to overlook bird. Those low cooing sounds are coming from morning doves. They're fairly common here and really across most of the country, but because their songs aren't overly loud, they can get ignored. 
Do you hear that? Whoa! We just got buzzed by a flock of band-tailed pigeons. They sounded like fighter jets. Hear those three notes? There. That's one of the truly classic sounds of these California oak ecosystems. It's from an aptly named oak titmouse. Look at the tiny little crest on top of its head. Let's head back down trail to where we started in the dark earlier this morning. I want you to hear how different it sounds now that the sun is up. Remember when I said the oak titmouse was one of the classic sounds of this ecosystem? 
Well, this California quail is another one. You can hear their songs ringing throughout the woodland during the spring. It kind of sounds like they're saying, Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. I'm sure we'll hear them again. Here's a new species. That sound like a ball bouncing down the stairs is from a wren tit. They're gonna stay pretty well hidden in the chemise, but if you can, try to get a look at their really long tails. Check it out. Another California thrasher is sitting atop that manzanita tree. Let's sit back and really listen to what this guy has to say. close. Let's stay really still so we don't scare them.
know you're not going to believe this, but that wasn't Anna's hummingbird singing. It sounds so robotic. Hopefully it sings again. I've only heard that song a few times and certainly never from that close. This has been a really good trip to a lesser travel section of the park. I hope I've opened your eyes and ears to the Blue Oak Woodlands. And with that, I think it's time to head back. I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I have. I'll see you on our next National Park Nature Walk. Scientific American's National Park Nature Walks was written, produced, and edited by me, Jacob Job. Recordings were made under permits issued by the park for the purpose of science and education. National Park Nature Walks is supported by the Sound and Light Ecology Team at Colorado State University. The Sound and Light Ecology Team is dedicated to preserving the natural sounds and night skies of the world. Visit our interactive website to learn more about our work.